Welcome to the Soul Evolution Podcast, where we talk all things spiritual in life, in business, and in relationships. I believe we need to find ourselves immersed in the darkness in order to find our light. And once we find our light, it becomes our responsibility to share it with the world. Join my amazing guest and I as we go on a journey of spiritual development and soul evolution. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Soul Evolution Podcast. My name is Vanessa, and I'm a Reiki master, spiritual guide, and author. I help guide and support others on their healing and spiritual journey in life and in business. So thank you so much for joining us today. I have an awesome guest, and her name is Danny Rayom. Danny is a master practitioner and master coach in neuro-linguistic programming and a master practitioner in the quantum change process. She is a passionate, purpose-driven entrepreneur who believes that everyone is worthy and deserving of having a healthy, happy, and loving relationship. Welcome, Danny. Thank you. So great to be here. So Danny, you're going to talk to us today about relationships and healthy relationships. So I have a question for you. Have you always been in healthy and happy relationships or is this something new and different for you? I would definitely say it's not always been this way. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. super grateful to be in that space now. Um, and interestingly enough, where my journey started, I was like the first serious relationship I had was at the end of high school and it was quite healthy. Like it was the the best, you know, relationship I had been. It was the first really real feeling mature relationship. And then interestingly, what happened for me was I got that first heartbreak that I think maybe a lot of our listeners can experience. We we always remember our first heartbreak. Yeah. Right. So when I looked back, that was a very healthy relationship. And then a little bit of a wall went up. And I, I mean, it was self-discovery and things like that too, and the beginning stages of it, but uh, I really then attracted a lot of partners in my twenties who were nothing like what I would have gone for, but I didn't know who I was. So I wasn't able to choose the kind of partner that I was really worthy and deserving of. And I always say with the most respect to the other gentlemen that I dated, Uh, just they weren't the right people and I didn't have enough awareness and tools that I now have to have had those healthy relationships early on. Right. So why do you think you chose those kind of partners? So you said it was, you know, not knowing yourself. So maybe not having self-love or feelings of worthiness and choosing people kind of where you were. Yeah. And a big, um, to kind of like give a little bit of history there. I moved to a lot of different schools when I was in elementary school. And by the time I got to high school, I really developed a people-pleasing mindset attitude because I wanted to always fit in with the peer group when I would go from school to school. So I lost any or a lot of feelings of, you know, what I truly wanted for myself and really became the chameleon of who I thought would be accepted. And then, of course, naturally that rolled over into my romantic relationships. So that's what a lot of it had to do with was, you know, I guess on the positive I was open to dating um, different types of men, 
but that didn't allow me to get clear on what I really wanted and what I was really looking for in a partner. And I think you have to have some experience in dating to get a bit of that clarity, but I would have loved to have a bit more direction at that time too. Right. And did you find that you became who they wanted you to be? Oh, 110%. Yeah. Again, back to the people pleasing, right? Be a certain way and then you're repressing your true self in essence. And then ironically too, I always, so I love that you connect with the soul in in everything that you do and and this podcast. And that was a piece that I think was coming through as my soul message um, the whole time that got louder and louder as time went on, because it would always get to about six months, maybe sometimes nine months into the relationship. And I would kind of close it down. Like there would be fighting or there would be like disagreements and things. And and instead of like learning like communication tools to move forward, it was just like, okay, on to the next one. Mm. Like I'm done here sort of thing. I'll find somebody, you know, X, Y, Z. And then of course I would attract the same type of partner the next time because there was no healing going on or any clearing of the past patterns. Right. And that's what I talk about, about that as well. Like we meet people where we are. So if we don't have love for self and we don't feel worthy and deserving of happy and healthy relationships, we it's like attracts like. So we're attracting the same kind of people who also probably don't feel worthy about themselves. So we're trying to get from each other what we just can't give to each other. Because at the end and at the root of everything is love for ourselves. Oh. So if we don't have love for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's very interesting. And then as you do your work, like you have, you end up attracting a completely different kind of a conscious relationship, mm-hmm. right? Where you're both conscious and in that place. And then you don't really talk, to- you wouldn't really tolerate the kind of relationships that you were in before, No way. but it's not even about the other person, right? It was always just about us. Oh, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would say to um, a few different pieces there is, yeah, absolutely getting the clarity and figuring out, yeah, like doing that personal work, you're going to be tested too. Like even after I had done a bunch of the work and right before I met the partner uh, love of my life that I'm with now, I had a very like old pattern show up right before Kyle, my now partner and I got together. And so it's sometimes like just when you think like you've gotten through that pattern, the universe throws you another test to say, okay, how badly do you want it? Are you going to stick to your boundaries and what you will and won't accept for yourself and and that sort of thing? So just yeah. being really mindful of those. Yeah, and I had the same thing when I met Joe. Um, that's when I had my health issues, but there was a lot of jealousy coming up and fear of abandonment, right? My first boyfriend had died in a car accident wow. at 16, so I had the ultimate fear of abandonment. And I used to think he would just go, he would just up and leave. All right. I had this fear. So a lot of my old unconscious emotions were showing up, but luckily he was patient and knew himself that he could love me through it. Right. And then, and my body just felt safe enough to know like, you're okay. Like he's okay. And even if he did up and leave, you'd still be okay. Absolutely. And getting to that point, that's a big piece that I talk about in the process that I take clients through is, and you have to build on it, right? It might not be there at the beginning of somebody's process of attracting uh, an aligned woke partner. It's something that down the road comes to yes, like know that we are fully secure in who we are, no matter 
how the relationship goes. And something huge that I learned much later on in, in my process and in life, um, well, kind of, yeah, um, I could say a two-parter, but I'll go directly to this, is that um, there's different addictions that we have, like drinking yeah. or drugs or whatever. But I realized that relationships was also a bit of an addiction. And if I got to pour myself into a relationship or finding a new relationship, and once I had that relationship, then I would be whole, which, eh, like totally debunked yeah. that, totally not my beliefs anymore. But that was my sole focus. There was no room to figure out like who I was or what I wanted for myself because I didn't want to have to look at those things. Yeah. Right. And I think we all have to do the work on our timing when, when we're ready in that, but yeah, like we've got to get to a point where we can look inside and really start to dig deep and uncover what might be holding us back from finding that true love that we're all so worthy and deserving of finding. Yeah. And like I said earlier, for me, I think everything really comes down to, self-love and everything stems back to our story too as growing up right like mm -hmm. back in the day like not a lot of people hug their parents or said I love you like we didn't speak of emotions right so nope. if we weren't didn't have that emotional and spiritual connection with our parents and spiritual just to me means like that innate part of us that needs love right and safety and protection so if that wasn't fostered we end up searching for people to fill those voids for us, 100%. right? So that's our journey. And like you said, you continually keep looking for people to fill this, fill this, fill this, not realizing it was you to be filling it all along. Yes. Right. So you exactly. were whole all along and you made yourself whole, not somebody else. Mm -hmm. So what made you decide to help others uh, seek relationships that are healthy and happy? Uh, it starts from really early on, um, right from seeing my parents in a healthy, supportive, loving relationship. And so I am so grateful and blessed that I was able to see that and have that modeled for me. And that didn't come with me having my own relationship stuff to work through, of course. Just I know that, or I imagine that there's a lot of people out there that didn't have that healthy model of relationship growing up. So it's like so deep within my soul to share that with others and help others find um, healthy romantic relationships. But um, yeah, sorry, repeat the question again. No, that was good. Just what made you help, help you decide oh, to help yeah. others. And then that's seeing your parents in a healthy relationship and going what, through what you did. Yeah. And, and there's a kind of a, sorry, there's just a second part to that too, is that I went through a number of relationships and it was fairly like come and go and, you know, just like still looking, searching for that partner. And then in my late twenties, it started to become from an unconscious level, like wasn't totally consciously aware of this, but seeing friends um, all partnering off, uh, moving in together, getting married, having kids, starting families. And I still hadn't even had a serious boyfriend. So I met a person that I had actually known in college. They came back into my life and we started dating and I could see that all of the things were possible with this partner. Like we bought a house together six months into the relationship, which I would not recommend <laughs> uh, to the listeners, but yeah, so we moved super quickly. Um, everything just like got the dog, the house with the white picket fence got engaged and everything was happening so quickly. And I realized about 
um, six months before the wedding that all of these things that had been transpiring as great as they were seeming, my friends were commenting on, oh, how great I must have it and how happy I must be. But I wasn't feeling that. I wasn't feeling fulfilled on the inside. And so... So purposely, it looked like everything was happy and well. Yeah. Internally, no. Was life, right? Like, okay, get the job, get the... All yep. the things, right? Um, yep. And then, yeah, like, obviously there's a bit more there, but calling off my wedding uh, three, or sorry, six months before the date. And then that's where the self-discovery came from. But again, built into my passion is equipping men and women with the tools to be able to find healthy relationships, to have lasting right. long-term um, marriages and to lower the divorce rate, really. Yeah. So how do you help your clients get to that place? What's your sure, process? Yeah. So there's a, about five steps that I take clients through. Uh, there's two types of programs that they take with me. And either way, we're looking at getting real clarity and focus. And sorry, I want to preface that there's work to be done to like clear up some of the past stuff. That's yeah. like 100% important. And then we're getting clarity and focus on, you know, what the needs are and the wants are that the client has. Um, understanding love language and just different like innate values and things that are going to contribute to finding an ideal partner. Um, We have to get into massive action and start putting ourselves out there. And I have different ways that I support clients and becoming comfortable in putting themselves out there and being vulnerable in a safe way. And then um, boundaries, setting boundaries, figuring out really clearly, like, you know, what they need for themselves because boundaries is all about our own personal boundaries really at the end of the day mm-hmm. and, and how to, you know, maintain our own healthy relationship with ourselves so that we can then thrive with others and then um, trust and receiving. So we really dive into like developing a strong, strong trust muscle and then being able to receive the kind of love. I always say, if I had met my partner now, like six months before we did. I don't know if I could have received his love. I don't know if I was quite ready in there. I had to get to that point where I was really ready to receive the kind of love that he had to give. And then of course, to give to myself first and foremost. But yeah, so those are the five ways that we go through. Yeah. Receiving can be very hard. Um, Sometimes I would walk into the room and Joe would compliment me and I would deflect the comment. So You'd be like, oh, you look beautiful. I'm like, oh, I haven't even done my hair yet. Like I had a very hard time receiving. I could give so much, but to accept and receive was very difficult for me. 100%. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't want to say, sometimes I think they say, oh, women are such givers, give, give, give. And it's harder for women to receive. And I'm sure that can be the same for some men as well. But yes, absolutely. It was so easy to give and then to actually stop and receive. And receiving doesn't have to be in the most gigantic ways. It's just like the little ways that all add up, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So I have a quote for you, and I'd love to hear your feelings on it. So some of the biggest challenges in relationships come from the fact that most people enter a relationship in order to get something. They're trying to find someone who is going to make them feel good. In reality, the only way a relationship will last is if you see your relationship as a place that you go to give and not a place that you go to take. Brilliant. I love that. Yeah. And how do you, we actually kind of touched on it and things that you were saying earlier, but what are your feelings? Uh, So, yeah. And I speak about this in like group programs that I deliver and things too, is that 
and I'm curious to where that quote came from because I read the book, A Return to Love by Mary Ann Wilson. And in there, she speaks similarly to that. There's two types of love. There's almost like the egoic love that says that, you know, yeah, I'm finding a partner because I want something. And um, like, it's almost like going out there with some kind of agenda in mind, you know, and some kind of outcome that we want. Whereas I'm going to say more spiritual or, you know, like genuine love comes from is like that when we want to find love from an unconditional space where we can like, like you say, give to others exactly like the quote says, and to, to find like a partner in love and in life and not just in the good times, right? Because, Hey, yeah, it's great to be all lovey dovey when things are going well. It's also finding a partner that when things are difficult, you're there to support each other and stand by each other and be like the person that like, there through all of life's storms and all of the things yeah yeah and I always say too like in one of the parts the program with like needs and wants I believe that out of 100% of a person like one human's needs I believe that 25% of that can be met by our partner and the other 75% needs to be met by ourselves Uh, yes so yeah like I think it's just foundational and we have to get to that point. Like we, we, with our own emotions and things, we don't have a light switch that we can just switch on and, you know, change from happy to sad, like at the drop of a hat. So how could we imagine we could do that for our our partners, right? Right. Have have our partners do for us. Right. And it's true. We sometimes do run away from relationships. Like you said, when it gets harder, right. When it, when you actually have to start to deal with the emotional stuff. So in the beginning, things are fun, getting to know each other. And then suddenly, suddenly it comes down to where you're having to deal with true emotions. And sometimes we just, we weren't managed or we didn't learn to know how to do that. Um, The quote says it's by Tony Robbins. Oh, wow. Yeah. From uh, Awaken the Giant Within You. But yeah, I thought it was interesting because it is true. Like sometimes we can seek partners, like I said, to make us feel good and to fill that place within us. And we're wanting to take, take, take. And that drains the other person but it also can deplete us because we're trying so hard and putting so much energy in it into it but I truly believe too when you do the inner work and understand and know yourself you show up differently to the relationships where you can handle things on a completely different level and different space and it's like sometimes I I know Joe we are wonderful together but I know when he needs a little bit of space um I think that's so important because before you'd like want to almost not nag, but if something was going on, you're like, yeah, I want to solve this right now. Like, tell me what's wrong, what's going on. And sometimes we're like in that place in high emotion. So to consciously know, to give each other space, to allow, to process our own emotions on our own and then come together to communicate in a healthy way. That's, that's uh, a great place to be if you can get to that place. And someone like yourself helps people get to that place which is amazing absolutely yeah and having that like I always believe in in working with people and finding the resources of people who are where you want to go or or where yeah you you see your life going and somebody who has achieved or accomplished or is in that space or that relationship that you like aspire to be in as well and like that like having that roadmap there and like that person to like lead and direct towards that and we don't have to do everything on our own right like I think and that's the same with like the spiritual guidance that I offer. Like I believe everything we have 
everything we need is already with us. So sometimes just having someone guide us and walk along with us through that journey um, to point out the areas where we might be missing and not seeing, yeah, giving us insight see. and perception, um, the perspective on that. Yeah. So you act as a guide for people. So it just makes it sometimes so it's not as a not uh, as a long as a journey to get there. So you provide yes. tools and resources so the journey can just be a little bit shorter for them. Exactly. Yeah, because I think we all, yeah, like I believe that when we start to awaken to this idea and become clear on what is possible and to finding that, that partner, um, at first we might not know how to achieve it. We just know it's right. possible, but we don't yeah. know what those resources that. are. And I would say that was sort of where I was at the beginning of my journey. So now to be able to create opportunities for others to be able okay. to get help and support with it. And um, oh, there was something else about, oh, well, it's not coming to me, but yeah, I'm sure it'll come later. But yeah. 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 So um, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? And I want to ask, how long have you been with your partner for now? Yeah, so uh, Kyle and I have been together for over a year and a half, um, living together for the past six months or so, and just what a transformative relationship compared to the past. And I have to say, too, it's also because of the new tools I have and the awareness and and the ability to relate in a totally different way and also attracting the kind of partner that was vibrating at the same energy level and like level spiritually and everything that I'm at as well. Mm-hmm. And um, it could yeah. have been so easy to go back to old patterns and to like past partners and like repeat the cycles because it's comfortable and known. And I think that sometimes we're having that third party coach like ourselves to be there to support um, men and women who want to find a healthy partner is to to help see when there's those times of, okay, is it going towards comfort again? Or is it okay for you to be out of your comfort zone for a bit to be able to attract something beyond like the relationship I have with Kyle's beyond anything I ever could have imagined from the level of friendship and romantic and like all the things combined in one. And it's so possible. Mm -hmm. And it's that self-awareness aspect because sometimes we want to quickly point fingers and uh, pass relation or responsibility to someone else. But when you have that inner awareness and that understanding, you look at yourself and think, Hey, what can I do differently? How was I reacting? So that's the difference of, looking and reflecting instead of projecting boom you'll hear me say nine times out of ten and even kyle has the language too of like uh, like immediately when something starts to bother me about perceivably him Mm -hmm. nine times out of ten i'm like oh yeah that has nothing to do with him that's all my stuff because oh another important thing with relationships is carl young um is a great philosopher who um came up with this whole perception is projection by nature by law we project out our unconscious stuff the stuff that's not conscious to us onto our partners so that they will mirror back to us all the things we need to know learn about ourselves so that we can work through it and if we don't have the tools and the awareness then everything's going to trigger everything's going to seem like it's a battle and a fight and about either person but there's always something connecting it back to us and not to say in the negative like there's there's different ways to find out maybe it's a boundary needing to be set it's just like when you know how to work with it in the positive wow relationships can just thrive Right. And that's what triggers are. Triggers can't be about the other person because they come internally from us. 
So how can they be about the other person? Something, another person, something they say or do can trigger us and activate that maybe some unhealed emotions that need looking at and need love and need attention. But any triggers always are from within us. Mm-hmm. And what were you going to share earlier, Danny, when I asked if you had something else you want to share with the listeners? I believe it was that. Just oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. Danny, how can people find you? Hmm. Yeah, so I would say the, the space I show it up in um, most frequently is Instagram. So that's at Danny Rayom, uh, D-A-N-I-R-E-A-U-M-E. And then I'm also on Facebook at Danielle Rayom Coaching. And my website's daniellerayom.ca. Perfect. I'll link all that in the notes too. So people can easily connect with you. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you again for being on today. I'm sure uh, our listeners have learned something and uh, I appreciate your time and sharing with us. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure. I'm so honored. So thank you everyone for tuning in and until next time, shine your light bright. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the soul evolution. If you like what you heard, and you want to help us grow, I would love if you could leave a quick review. On each new episode, I'll be reading one of our listeners' reviews, and it could be yours. Your time is appreciated. Thank you again for listening, my friends. Let your light shine bright.